0: Greetings Church. Welcome to this Thursday as we gather around the Word again as has become a new practice during the during the week we spend just a brief moment just about 10 minutes or so in the Word uh, specifically looking at texts that we have before us for Sunday. And so uh, we began by looking at the prayer of the day on Monday. Uh, We'll continue to do that each week for the prayer of the day that's coming up for the following Sunday, and we'll be praying it each day. And then uh, we did the the first reading, the Old Testament reading, and we did the psalm, and now we're to the epistle, or the second reading. We'll be opening with uh, what will be read as our psalm on Sunday, for that's the appointed psalm for the the daily lectionary that's in the back of our hymnal. And then we'll be looking at 1 Corinthians 6. But uh, let us calm our hearts and our minds. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up, you discern my thoughts from far away. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, O Lord, you know it completely. You hem me in behind and before and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is so high that I cannot attain it. For it was you who formed my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works that I know very well. My frame was not hidden from you, when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes beheld my unformed substance. In your book were written all the days that were formed for me, when none of them as yet existed. How weighty to me are your thoughts, O God! How vast is the sum of them! I try to count them, They are more than the sand. I come to the end. I am still with you. Amen. Wonderful text. Wonderful prayer. Well, now we head to 1 Corinthians chapter 6. It's fun reading. Trust me. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 12 through 20. All things are lawful for me. But not all things are beneficial. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything. Food is meant for the stomach and the stomach for food, and God will destroy both one and the other. The body is is meant not for fornication, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. And God raised the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Should I therefore take the members of Christ and make them members of a prostitute? Never. Do you not know that whoever is united to a prostitute becomes one body with her? For it is said, the two shall be one flesh. But anyone united to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. Shun fornication. Every sin that a person commits is outside the body, but the fornicator sins against the body itself. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, which you have from God and that you are not your own? for you were bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body." It's the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. There's so much here. Uh, The all things are lawful for me is apparently a quote. That's how a lot of our our, our, uh, versions of the scriptures put it, as though he's quoting the words of, of the Corinthians, that everything is available, everything is open. Which, which Paul was very forthright in saying, that, that there wasn't anything about food limitations or anything like that. Sort of going back on what the, the Jewish customs were. But here what he is doing is he's digging into the depths of other things. In part, it's almost like addiction, right? He, he, he's discussing the, the realities of, well yes, all things are, are lawful, all things are possible, all things uh, can can be participated in and used and enjoyed, but not all things are good. You know, there, there are medications that uh, help us deal with certain things, but they also become very addictive. Um, there are other behaviors and practices that are very good that are given to us, but can be used for the wrong purposes. Here, one of them that he talks about is sexual sin. and particularly what he's talking about, is uh, people who consider themselves part of the body of Christ uh, going and partaking in uh, uh, the the prostitution that happened at pagan temples where part of the worship and part of the communing with the gods there quote-unquote was a participation in a sexual act at that temple. It was not a, a participation in an act of love, of giving oneself to the other, of of that one fleshenating uh, with one another, as as is given to us as gift to share ourselves with the other, who shares themselves with us solely and wholly and only. But it was a partaking of that which God gives as gift for something else, often to gain an advantage, often to get God's attention, often to uh, partake of something for, for a blessing from God or, or whatnot, some form of offering. And here the word, if I remember correctly in the Greek for, for fornication, is actually the word that is used for using someone for one's own advantages, specifically sex. And so it, he's, he's kind of basically saying, well yeah, there are things that God gives to us that are good, that are very good, and yet we can misuse them to both our harm and then to the harm of other people. And, and specifically, though, it's interesting that he suddenly makes a turn here. He suddenly makes a turn because he he not only says um, that that we, we're supposed to shun. The the using of other people, specifically here, the using of their bodies for our own gratification, for our own satisfaction, because we're supposed to be giving of ourselves to others. We're supposed to be humbling ourselves. We're supposed to be uh, yearning to to not uh, be about ourselves, but be about the other. Uh, but then he 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 ties it in uh, how how you know that it's basically about temple worship and and pagan worship and and pagan uh, prostitution worship or offerings is he he says or do you not know that your body is a temple of the holy spirit within you which you have from god and that you are not your own Uh, that that he's he's saying that um you know don't go to other temples start trying to commune with other spirits in whatever way you already have that with you and so he ties this act of something that by all accounts is free by all accounts is something that we can do without condemnation quote unquote. And he says, but no, just because it's something that, uh, just because sins are forgiven does not mean that we now have the right to do that, which we want to do regardless of what happens elsewhere. And then finally, he takes it from the the choice of what we want to do to things that become bad and and, and can be Darkened by our own sinfulness, by our own sinful behavior, because we are still sinners, regardless of Christ's work, we are sinner saints. That's how we see ourselves as Lutherans. We are uh, yet sinners, and Christ dies for us, and yet we are sanctified in Him. Um, and then, and then this 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 issue of of well, we have a temple, and we have a spirit. We don't need to commune uh, physically with with some. Uh, uh, Prostitute in whatever way to try and, and make ourselves pleasing before God, or just to please ourselves. He finally says there in verse twenty, "You were bought with a price; therefore, glorify God in your body." Where, where instead of turning our, using what was being used for pagan worship. As our own satisfaction, where then it becomes a participation in that worship. Where if someone were to see us going into that temple, we, they describe us, they describe us as one who was uh, going to be participating in pagan idolatry. Now he's saying, no, you're not your own. You were bought at a price. You belong to someone else. And because you belong to someone else, you look at the other and you say, how might Christ love this person? What sort of of my own desires, do I need to kill? Do I need to get rid of in order that I might serve and love the other and serve and love Christ by so doing? Well, with that, let us pray. Thanks be to you, Lord Jesus Christ, most merciful Redeemer, for the countless blessings and benefits you give. May we know you more clearly love you more dearly, and follow you more nearly, day by day, praising you with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Go in peace. Serve the Lord. See you tomorrow.